Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. A.B. I got one word for this episode. What word do you think I'm going to use? Uh, I was thinking you weren't going to use a word. It would just be all Z's. Oh, yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. the, 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 the Webster's Dictionary definition of all Z's is simply boring, A.B. <laughs> Holy cow, A.B. In all your years watching this show, can you remember a more... A more sleepy, a more predictable hometown episode. I mean, we all knew exactly what was going to happen before it even started, and it played out just like we thought it would. There's a reason that I didn't remember this episode at all when I was thinking back to this season. I didn't remember anything about the hometowns, and it was because obviously now is because this is the most boring shit of all time. You You have four just normal guys, like, I mean... You have basically four. If you go to four Kennedy households, it's like okay, just a just your average whoa, white, whoa, just your whoa, average white whoa. household. Nothing to see here. Nothing <laughs> exciting. Can't have four of those. Hey. You got to have some juice. Sorry, no hey. disrespect to the Kennedys' boring ass <laughs> hey. family. No disrespect. <laughs> no disrespect. Man, that's, that's, you fucked me up with that one, man. That's messed up. We got juice. We got. There's no juice in the have, Kennedy household. There's no juice there. Not only do we have juice, we got skeletons. None of these people even have any skeletons. Get something to come out. Yeah, there's nothing here. None of these. It's just four normal-ass, boring-ass families. Well, even though this episode was boring, uh, we have every intention to make this episode of the Rosecast entertaining. Welcome to the Rosecast, everyone. We're glad you're with us, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, um, what's the other one? Overcast, Spotify. Google, we're Google not Play? On, we're not, I said Google Play. We're not on Spotify, but I'll just say it. <laughs> um, anyway, I think if we can make this episode entertaining, then we deserve some sort of Peabody Award, AB. Oh, side note. The cast bios for Ari's season are out. So maybe later this week or next week, maybe next week after we're done doing Emily's season, we'll put together a quick short roast session of the contestants. 
Hometowns. People forget Chris is still here. Yeah. Chris is first up. They're in Chicago, AB. They start in Chicago, and then they drive probably an hour and a half away to go to his actual hometown. Don't get Ruben AB started on the <laughs> Chicago <laughs> suburbs controversy. <laughs> if you're from Naperville, you're not from Chicago. Those are two different places. They're two, two vastly different two separate different. areas of Earth. <laughs> I mean, it's re- it's absurd. It is absurd. I think Chris lives in Chicago, so like proper, so it makes sense. But still, I just wanted to get that jab in there to our old college pals. Uh, Chris is a first-generation Polish-American. Kind of surprising because he doesn't have, I mean, this is my ignorance showing through, but he doesn't have any kind of accent. He doesn't have any, yeah. he didn't seem to have any sort of like, it didn't come through in their discussion. So I was surprised by that. So, of course, they go n- naturally to some Polish restaurant and they don't eat any food. While they're at this restaurant, this is before we go meet Chris's parents, Emily brings up the rose ceremony, the much maligned Chris pulling Emily aside before the final rose last episode. AB, she said that she felt sad for him and that she liked Chris's move to pull her aside. Were you surprised by that? I mean, it was a pity rose you got there, Chris, just to be clear. Let's be clear about that. You wouldn't have got it otherwise. Uh, okay, now she didn't mention that specifically, but you think that was the difference? I don't think either of them would have got the rose. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine Wolf? I mean, neither of these guys deserved a fucking hometown visit. Yeah. They had no chance. What's the point? Why? The most difficult elimination you have as a bachelor or bachelorette, I think, might be this one, maybe next to the, you know, the final two. Because sure. you just met their family, and you're basically saying, I don't want anything to do with you or your family. Oh, this this one that she gives out this episode? Yes. These three that she gives out? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yep. Anyway, they meet they meet Chris's family in some Chicago suburb. They got Dad John, Mom Rose, Sister Renee, Sister Teresa. This is how boring this episode is. I took down the names of the family members. For every family, just to fill content, to fill time. So you're getting all the names of all the family members. I'm sorry, folks. Uh, I always love these hometowns of the... There's one or even two contestants who have no shot. Mm -hmm. And they bring the lead home and their family falls in love with them. I I love seeing... I love watching something that we... I love watching a family fall in love with someone that we as viewers know will not end up... With their son or daughter, that, oh, yeah. I get some I get some perverse joy out of that. That's very fun. Uh, what do you got on you know her interactions with the family members? Anything when she's talking to his dad or with the the sister? With Chris's dad, Chris Chris's dad asks her if there's love there, and Emily says yes. I don't know why she said that. I'm very concerned why, on why she said that. Yeah, that uh, made no sense. Emily's not a good on the spot thinker and that showed through this episode when she no. an- she answered what people wanted to hear rather than her yep. truth i think it's always she she always comes up with the answer like you said that they want to hear and it's always positive so it comes off well but i mean that was a lie you don't you don't love chris and there's no love there and you're going to send no. him home and you were going to send him home not even close there's it, she's not falling in love with chris she's not thinking about falling in love with chris there's nothing the, the scale is at 0 with yeah. others, it's up near the top, but mm-hmm. with Chris, nothing. Emily talked with Chris's sister, and she's, she's concerned that Chris has put his heart out there, right? And she says, I just ask if he's not going to be the one 
to end it sooner rather than later instead of just dragging it out. Which to me, okay, see you. I mean, Emily might as well just leave him at his parents' house. If that's the case. If you really want to do that, if that's what you want, you sure? I'm just going to go upstairs and leave. <laughs> Are you sure you want me to do that? I don't know her name. I forgot her name, but I can I can leave him here with y'all, and we can just skip dinner. Uh, listen, you tell him. <laughs> you tell him I don't want it. <laughs> want to give him a rose then? Uh, uh, Chris and Emily after the hometown date. Look, what five minutes into this episode, we're already done with this hometown date. I mean. Yep. It, not it's gonna be a quick episode. <laughs> it's gonna be a quick episode of the Rosecast. Uh, Chris, what a dork! He, he said, "You make me feel good, like like crazy good." Wow. And then he he drops the "I am in love with you" line. Wow! Read the room, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Read the room. She's not feeling it. Not only does she not love you, she doesn't even like you. <laughs> she, she tolerates you. She felt you got a pity hometown rose. There's no, this is not a reciprocated love. No, the producers told her that she had to have four people for the two hour hometown episode. So she had to choose a fourth between you and Wolf. And I guess you crying at the last rose ceremony solidified it for you. All right. Well, let's do this. Uh, grade that hometown. A to F scale. Mm, C. C. Are, here's a spoiler for you. They're all going to be C's, <laughs> just at fucking boring and average. Like, you either are going to have They're a really C's. good one, and that'll be the A, or it'll be a disaster, and that'll be the F. Either one of those is good TV. This was right in the middle of C, where it's not good or bad. It's just there. Perfectly said. It just happened. That's what we want. It's just something that happened. It's nothing to talk about. <laughs> just moving pictures on a screen with some audio. That's all this was. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Jeff and let's jazz this episode up. Let's go to Jeff's hometown. I think the fans will appreciate that. All right, AB, <laughs> Jeff's hometown is literally an entire town. His family owns a few hundred acres of ranch. <laughs> I didn't realize Jeff was had that fucking ditty money rim. Yeah, oh my god! And in <laughs> Utah god. too, dude. Um, I think I, I'd say Jeff's family is probably more influential than than state politicians than the governor of Utah. Oh yeah, like Jeff's family had a very big hand in getting some in getting some of the presidents elected. Lately. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. They have a ranch in the middle of the Rocky Mountains. Don't worry, I googled this place. <laughs> I was Google Earthing the shit out of this place. It's crazy. They're not. I mean, they're not even close to St. George. They're like a forty-five minutes an hour away from St. George, Utah. They own everything. They own everything as far as the eye can see. It's some Lion King <laughs> shit at Homestead Ranch. Holy shit, Jeff's rich. And I'll tell you what. Now his weird ass charity water company makes yeah, a whole lot more makes sense. A whole <laughs> lot more. Sense. Here's here's a couple million to start this bullshit water company that's gonna fail in a couple years. But go ahead, play around with it for a while. Yeah, that's all that was. We were like, man, Jeff's so young and cool, and he's like a cool CEO. Well, it turns out like this is just this is all a facade. It was Jeff's gifted to him. The, the com <laughs> full company was gifted to him, and he probably doesn't even work. <laughs> No. Well, man, cool CEO skateboards. Well, yeah, he doesn't work hard. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> and now, knowing what we know now about Jeff, you know, if Jeff really were like the successful, truly successful entrepreneur or some hardworking businessman, like he wouldn't be like in the muck of the IG, of the Instagram and Twitter bachelor nation world. Like Jeff's mm -hmm. just another scummy bachelor, former yep. contestant. Anyway, whoa. 
kind of went in on that. Went, went hard <laughs> on Jeff there. Je- fucking, can you sense the jealousy from Rim and AB? Super jealous oh, of Jeff. Kill me, Jeff. Kill to have a fucking bomb ass town to myself. Going ATV and all over the place. Great looks. Oh, great my company. God. Wow. It'd be, I'd love to be gifted a company. <laughs> love it. I don't want it to come off to make you think that I would not do what Jeff did in this situation. I don't want it to come off that way. Let's be very clear. We would love this life. My dream in life is to own a t- so much land that I can ATV for hours at a time and go on new adventures all the time. And it's in Utah, so you get like you get like the desert style and the, yeah. you get the different you get the different biomes. You get everything. AB. You get everything. Ooh man. Um anyway, Emily was like shocked by this. Not just like Je- where Jeff came from, but also that he was like an outdoorsy guy, which I feel like should have been mentioned at some point in the yeah. relationship. Yep. Like, oh, oh by the way, like I do I hunt I can hunt and shoot skeet and that kind of stuff. But no, nope, they're first time for everything. They're not meeting Jeff's parents. Allegedly, Jeff's parents. I don't know why I'm framing it this allegedly. way, but allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, Jeff's parents are in South Carolina doing charity work, okay. aka taking taking a vacation. Um, so that's what I got to say about Jeff's parents. Unfounded claims, <laughs> slander, slander. Some might say. <laughs> anyway, Emily's kind of scared about what his family might say because last episode we learned if his family didn't like a girlfriend, Jeff was willing to cut bait. What do you got on Jeff's uh, older brother? Seems like a knob. Hey, before we, what, you don't want to talk about the ski, the, the shooting, clay pigeon shooting? <laughs> yeah, well, well said. Uh, I, I deleted my note about it. I mean, it was. Is, is that shit easier than I, I thought it was? Yes. I thought that was one of the Can hardest things in the world. That shit looked. Emily just picked up the rifle and pow, 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 hit. Like six clay pigeons <laughs> right in a row. I I was confused. I thought this was a hard activity, but both of them didn't miss. All right. I've been skeet shooting a couple of times. Let me tell you something, Kennedys. If I'll put it this way. You, I imagine, would suck at this, but let me tell you how it would go. You would do it once, and you get like 10 or 20 shots. Okay. I'd say the first time around, you'd, you'd get... Maybe one out of 10 or 20. Okay. And then the second time around, you'd get six or 12 out of 10 or 20. The second time you ever did it, you'd get, you should be shooting <laughs> over 50%. Number one, because they're not that far away. Okay. And two, you're using a shotgun. And so shotguns just spray shit everywhere. So, like, and if you shoot relatively early, like if they go pull and it goes, and you go, ruminate. <laughs> intense hunting pantomiming if you if it goes and you go it's like it's pretty easy like my mom is pretty good i'll put it that way my mom's pretty good (laughs) okay so skeet shooting isn't hard that's what this proof this is the only thing i learned from this episode yeah skeet shooting is not difficult both of them hit all of them yeah so that should tell you right there (laughs) emily like shooting a shotgun the hardest part about skeet shooting is like knowing how to shoot a shotgun and emily's you know 100 pounds she's not getting blown back yeah it's fine. Skeet shooting, no big deal. Anyway, Jeff's older brother. I thought he was going to be the one who would put the kibosh on this. He did not. What he got on uh, Emily's boring interaction? Listen, Emily's too charming to really get the hard, tough questions that you usually see on these episodes. She's just too nice. I mean, you're not going to grill Emily, this no. super nice Southern charm girl, with your questions. So they, she got she got fucking lobs to home runs with. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> they lobbed up the pitches to her and she knocked them out of the park every time. I'd say I'd say Ari's mom put a little mustard on one of her pitches, yeah, but it was still yeah. like BP. It was it wasn't a lob. It was like B, nice little BP Darren Hyder yeah. speed. Just knocked that shit right to <laughs> hit that in a gap, right center gap. Nobody hits it to right field anymore. All right. Um, I thought there would be some drama here. There was no drama here. Nope. There's no drama in these hometowns. There's no crazy siblings. There's no crazy parents. It's sad. What a disappointing episode. Let's keep it moving. You know what was interesting? The one interesting thing I wrote down about Jeff's date, it started way early in the morning and they went all the way through like his, the time that she met the family. Usually when they're leaving the family, it's nighttime. But yeah. with Jeff, it was still like middle of the afternoon and then they just hung out and they didn't even show them leave, like separating. Yeah. They were just laying on a rock and then they cut from Jeff's. So did Jeff just get like an overnight date that they didn't show? That's that's a good observation. Uh, my guess is because they were two hours away from civilization, so they had to they had to prepare for that. You get up there early in the morning. You don't want to get like caught up in the woods at nighttime when the coyotes come out. That's my guess. <laughs> that's fair. Steer away from the coyotes. Uh, I had a couple more things. The talk with the sisters. My takeaway here is that these gals really got along. Ab, good yeah. chemistry. Some steel magnolias chemistry with these gals here. <laughs> And I figured, I thought, you know what? Jeff's sisters need a podcast. That, I watched that segment. I go, Jeff's sisters need a podcast. I would like to hear these, uh, hear what these ladies have to say. My take. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You mentioned the mountain, Jeff and Emily. Jeff reads Emily a note when they're canoodling on the mountain mm -hmm. overlooking some town. This was, a, this was a good move. Don't make her read the note. Like, what's his face? Ryan. What's Ryan. Don't make her read the note. You read the note. That's that way the the emotion you can really show your emotions. It was it was gushing with emotion. Yeah, good call. A lot of love in this letter, and I by that I don't mean actual love. I mean the word love. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He says, "I love the way you blank," or "I love how you do this." This is what you're doing, Ab. When you're going for the jugular, you're going for the W. It's winning time, Rem. And he he pulled up like like Stockton. <laughs> in utah <laughs> and he's talking about what kind of father he would be for ricky and emily loved it ab in my opinion this was game over he pulled out the big guns cancel the rest of the hometowns that's what i thought of that mm -hmm. i'm with you 100 percent. all right 
Did you have those same notes? Is that what you're telling me? Just game over. <laughs> Cancel game hometown. Over. <laughs> game over, period. <laughs> Little flip, game over. That'll be the outro this week. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ari, we're in Scottsdale, Arizona for Ari's family. This was the most interesting hometown to me, AB, which isn't saying I much. agree. I agree. There was a little bit of tension, like a, a sprinkle of tension, a dash of tension. Just a bit. Just, just a little bit of strife. Never hurt anybody. Well, strife has hurt some people over the course of human history, but <laughs> keep it going. Uh, AB, what do you got on Emily's... Uh, I don't know. What do you got on the first part of his hometown, I guess? Ari's just zooming around the track, doing his thing on the racetrack. Looks uh, looks crazy fun. Looks And he looks stupid hot, AB. She said that, yep. Stupid hot. The family. Ari's dad is racing legend Ari Sr. His mom, Mika. AB, what did you make of Ari's parents speaking Dutch? That seemed like some of the rudest shit I've ever seen. Uh, Yeah. That shit is unacceptable, and I would have left the house immediately. I mean, they all... It's one thing, obviously, if you can't speak English, but they all could speak English. So why are they using this language that you know your house guests cannot understand? That shit is rude. It's so rude. It doesn't matter that you're saying nice things. No, it doesn't matter at all. It's very exclusionary. To do that, it makes it puts the person on their heels. It makes them feel like an outsider for the rest of the time. The, literally, the rest of the time they're there, they feel like I'm an outsider because they they can do this thing that they know I can't do, and they're they're more than willing to use that in front of me. Wasn't okay with that. I wasn't either. I'd say this is is a big red flag on Ari. Like, why would she really? want to be? Why would she want to be part of that family? Yeah, that shit would be so uncomfortable to be there for that. Ari's mom and Emily talk. This was an interesting interaction, maybe the only one of the episode. She said, I saw the last episode of your show. What happened? Normally, when you're being proposed to, you're not the one being the next Bachelorette. Something must have gone very wrong. Oh. AB, I'm kind of glad she brought this up, though, because no one has... All these guys are talking about her relationship with the guy she was engaged to before she was on any of these shows. No one talks about the fact that she was engaged to a batch of, you know, The Bachelor very recently. No one has brought that up this whole season. Yeah. It's kind of so. weird. You got anything on Ari and his dad? No, just two boring guys talking in the basement. What They were outside. What are you talking about? I don't know. It all, <laughs> <laughs> it all meshed together for me. I don't know where they were. I don't know what they talked about. Yeah, what's going on, Amy? I don't know what they're... They're very clearly outside. All right. Well, I'll, I'll update you on what they said. Ari said, I just want you to know that I could propose to Emily right now. And Ari's, Ari Sr. was, you know, he wasn't, he was indifferent to that news. He was like, well, <laughs> I, I, li- I, I liked Ari Sr.'s attitude about it. He was like, well, hey, pal, hope you win. <laughs> like, hey, buddy, good, <laughs> good luck. Good luck in the competition. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, then Ari and Emily go back out there and kiss. Normal stuff. Expect, you know, what would you rate that hometown? The racing was cool. I'll give him that. But it's uh, a low bar. I'll give it a B minus. Just to jazz things up, and even though you already said everything's yeah. going to be a C. Yep. All, right. <laughs> All right. Jeff's hometown, also a C? Uh, no, I'll give that a B. A little better. All right. Sean, Dallas, Texas. 
right away. You can tell by the way that they kiss that he's not a front runner. It's just a little smooch, AB. wasn't a real... There's no tongue there, and there's tongue with, with the, the previous two guys we talked about. <laughs> it just seems like Jeff and Ari, it's it's more fun between Emily and them. But Sean, it's not the same. Sean's a nice guy, but he's not loose. He's very stilted. He's stiff. He's stiff. He's not creative. His his dialogue. I mean, I'm I'm talking about him like he's a movie script, but his dialogue is just is not juicy. There's nothing there. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't lead you in any fun directions or areas. He's just kind of he's got he's got that too good to be true vibe to him too. But he's one of the only people in this world that I truly believe is <laughs> is what he's portraying. <laughs> I think he's that good of a guy, and she she made a major mistake that she's regretting to this day by not selecting him. But yeah, oh, no the question. juice is why she didn't pick him. Obviously, the the guy that she's married to now is just like a regular dude, and you could have had Sean. You could have just had Sean Lowe and just <laughs> had the top top of the top normal guy out. Mom Sherry, Dad Jay, Sister Shay, which if I'm gonna I'm gonna read into Shay's name here, Sherry and Jay combined their names when their first daughter was born <laughs> and named her Shay. I like that idea. Uh so good job by them. Brother in law Andrew, doesn't matter. Niece Kensington, nephew Smith. AB Kensington has a goddamn climate controlled play cottage <laughs> down there in Texas. Hell yeah, that's one of the, that's a that's a great dollhouse slash playhouse me we used to play like either like under the bleachers at the high school football <laughs> game or under the porch with the rabbits <laughs> the disgusting under like in the crawl space that's where we played <laughs> what did you make of the sean lives at home gag with the with the crumbled hey. pop tarts on the dresser it hit, it hit for the, me it an all-time prank all-time prank Okay, see, I'm not a big prank guy. See, I'm not my type of humor. I'm a prank guy. I don't like, like, just scaring the shit out of someone and then being like, gotcha. Like, punk is not the wave anymore. That doesn't, I I don't like pranks. This was five years ago. But right now, like, the biggest YouTube stars, you see these YouTube videos, these asshole kids going around. Like putting a thousand dollar, like a hundred dollar bill on the ground and, oh, it's not real. It's just a prank. And they're like, haha. And then they laugh at you. And I'm like, that's just mean. You're just being mean to this person. That's not funny to me. So I didn't. I didn't like that prank because she because she bought it and her life flashed before her eyes. <laughs> yeah, but it kind of Sean knows. It, it lets you know Sean knows that he has that too good to be true vibe to him, and she said that to him before. So he kind of played uh, up to that a little bit. Okay, you're right. I like that. He it, it was a thinking man's. At least it Sean so showed some creativity literally one minute after I said he had none, so that's on me. Sean and his dad seem like great pals. Yeah. I'd love to sit back and have a beer with those two guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my opinion, well, well, first, what did you make of Sean's dad's attitude about Emily and the process? I liked him. His his dad was a good guy, and he, I thought he I thought he kind of believed in the pro he believed in the process and believed in his son more than anything. They trust him. I think that's how all parents should act when this is going on yeah should i don't want them to because that's not entertaining but just open up let it like have fun with it enjoy it don't be paralyzed with fear that your child might get hurt or they're heartbroken just fucking just enjoy the process enjoy the show the contestants know your adult son or daughter knows what's going on they're not blind to it except maybe chris 
there's no reason to express your how skeptical you are about the process that that he's gone through and that he's that this far into you could have said it before he left that's one thing but now that we're this far just have some fun with it maybe it'll work out who knows relax that said neither of our kids are allowed on this show all right um ab what do you got on (laughs) what do you got on their kiss goodbye followed up by sean botching the moment and chasing down the car to get another kiss. You can't, What's with this guy? You can't enough with the chasing after and yelling her name. <laughs> enough. Emily! Can I tell you something about that? 1,000% that audio was taken yeah, from that's the, the last episode. 1,000%. That's the same audio. This just happened. This exact <laughs> yeah. thing in his exact... The exact audio came... Ex- you're, you're right. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but that was the exact same snippet. <laughs> Sad. All right, what do you grade that hometown? AB's grade's going <laughs> higher and higher. <laughs> a minus. <laughs> no, I'll give this one a B minus. Nothing special. Sure. Let's go to the rose ceremony. All right, uh, AB. Obviously, the roses go to Ari, Jeff, and Sean. I mean, what yeah, are we doing what here? Are we did trying, we... What's there to talk? <laughs> I didn't know what you want to talk about. I mean, we said this last episode what was going to happen, and then it played out. The only reason I kept watching at this point was to see if Chris, like, totally raged out. Blew up. I wanted to see him blow up. Uh, Emily, not too bent out of shape. Chris says he's shocked. He goes, let me do my Chris. Let me do my Chris. I'm actually shocked, to be honest with you. I mean, do you have an explanation (laughs) or... Uh, Chris, you uh, yeah. dim with there. Yeah, she likes the other three guys Ooh. more. I mean, that's the explanation. Look around you. Look around you. Yeah. You're with three of the top guys in Bachelorette history. Look around. You think so? When it was you and Sean Lowe left, that one of the coolest, most genuine, <laughs> most awesome, stacked up top dudes, great looking that you've ever seen. I bet Sean has you, great you didn't think there was, too. You didn't think there was any chance you were going home at that moment. Like you still thought you were gonna out. You're going to get the rose over Sean Lowe, the king. You didn't. That shocked you. Really? Come on. Yeah, that's the thing, because it went Ari and then Jeff. And it was then it was down to you and Sean. Yeah. But if, it, if it were down to you and Jeff, I mean, maybe, you know, yeah, if you're being sure. a macho guy. Sure, I could be Jeff, but no, not Sean. No, <laughs> he's got you in everything. Maturity, oh, age, looks, uh, everything. Family. Emily said, so many of my other relationships move, just moved so much faster and deeper. Yeah. And then Chris's response was, how much faster could it possibly love? A little nod to like how absurd the show is. He's like, how much faster could it possibly move? I told you I loved you. Chris thought wow. that was his golden ticket, AB. Yeah, yeah. You think you're the only one? Is that what you <laughs> think, Chris? <laughs> Not a chance. Not a chance. It doesn't matter. Everybody said I love you to this girl. And she said it back to their parents most of the time. <laughs> Even yours. Anyway, (laughs) you got anything else on this episode? I mean, that's it. They're going to Curacao next week. Uh, We need to get to Curacao. I can tell you that right right off the bat. An interesting thing is this might be the wealthiest hometown group I've ever seen. They didn't have to use any alternate houses. You hear about that a lot where they aren't their actual family homes that they're going to. These were all the family homes that they went to. Do you think, though, that... 
that Sean's was actually his parents' house, or was it his brother and sister? It could have been the brother and sister because Ken's because of Kensington's Palace down there. Yeah, that kind of I thought about that. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. Maybe grandparents do some things to you know, yeah, make it fun at their house. So it could have just been at the grandparents. Yeah. But air conditioning? No, that's a gra- that's, that's, gra- that's, that's, <laughs> that's a mom and dad thing. Yeah. Um. Anyway, all right. So that's this episode. It's done. We're finished with it. But AB, brrr, we got a few mailbag comments. Ooh. No questions. Got a few mailbag comments. Good. As a reminder, if you want to hit, if you want to hit up the text line, the number is seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. AB. A couple people, several people over the last few weeks, uh, in response to us saying Doug's got to have some secrets, have Uh mentioned Doug's dark past, including Rose from Columbus, Ohio, Mariette from Toronto, someone from New York, someone else, Michigan maybe. Doug has a criminal history, AB. We're not going to go into details about what he may or may not have done to and or near his ex-wife. See, remember we, we talked about this and we said- Doug's story about why his ex-wife and him split didn't add up. Well, it it doesn't, and for good reason. So if you want to Google that, go ahead and Google that. Lastly, Mary from New Jersey. Shout out to Mary. First-time listener. No. Long-time listener, first-time texter. Even better. Nice. Speaking of Doug... This might be a mission for UAB. She wants what to bring up speaking the... of Doug? <laughs> what do you mean? Speaking of Doug... You said that or she said that? No, I'm saying that. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Maybe you got tripped up in the matrix. Yeah. She didn't say. <laughs> we were that wasn't, a li- that wasn't a live text. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. She said, Doug's awful departure, the most embarrassing departure we've ever seen with the kiss mid-breakup, mid brought up a potential power ranking, worst and or most awkward contestant departures. Liz... The choking girl from Nick season come to mm-hmm. mind. Yeah, and AB, I'm what she she's wanting to know if maybe you could come up with a few for next episode or something along those lines. Most awkward departures. Yeah, I can come up with something. Um, and then she we mentioned that something about Jeff and Emily behind the scenes, and didn't elaborate on it. And she wants to know if if we have the scoop on that. What well, we're gonna we'll go into that at the end of this. We'll do it at the end. Rim and AB have so much juice that we do not feel comfortable talking about <laughs> on this podcast because it's, number one, I, it's unproven to begin with, but it's, it's, it's super juicy. All of it's so juicy, but you gotta, we can't say it. The, it'll rock your world. It'll, yeah. it'll break your, <laughs> I don't want to break the spirit of any listeners. I just want them to enjoy watching the show. And if you want to get into that, I don't like being down in the mud with the rumors and the off-camera stuff. I don't like that because, number one, it kind of takes away my... I like being able to suspend disbelief and watch a show. I don't want to know what's really going on most of the time. And two, it's just it's dirty. It's all rumors. It's flying around. It's all unproven stuff. And I don't want that... I don't want to feel like we're tabloid reporters. You know, I just want to watch this reality TV show. (laughs) Anything else, AB, you want to say or do? I don't think so. All right. Tune in Thursday for the second-to-last episode of Emily's season. Don't forget to follow on Twitter, Rosecast ES, Instagram, Rosecast Podcasts, and Facebook as well. Just search Rosecast Podcasts. Thank you for listening. As always, we appreciate it. Sorry for the bad episode. Actually, no, I'm not going to apologize. That's their fault. That's Emily's fault for being kind of boring. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 